Welcome to Skin Deep here on Sirius XM Radio Channel 141. HUR Voices. I'm your host, Sharon Morton. And as always, I'm so happy to be here. I have on the show today Miss Ayana Morris. She's a film director who recently released her first feature-length documentary called Why Is We Americans? And it's executive produced by the legendary Lauren Hill. The film is an exploration of poet Amiri Baraka, his wife Amina, and their son Raz. This documentary is a portrait of a city that emerges with an inspiring call to arms in the fight for class and racial justice. The film has taken both coasts by storm with reviews in both the New York Times and LA Times. And with over 15 years of experience as a film director and producer, Ayana's work has been featured in Rolling Stone magazine, and she has worked with major networks like BH1 and The CW. Ayana made her mark in Black history by opening the first Black-owned drive-in movie theater with her husband, Surrey, called Newark Moonlight Cinema. I love that name. The couple's tenacity and commitment to their community is one of the most feel-good viral stories to emerge out of the pandemic. So I want you to stay tuned, folks. As I always say, we're going to be doing more than just scratching the surface. Here on Skin Deep, we're talking about the fight for class and racial justice with film director Ayana Morris. And by the way, if you want to reach out, email me at skindeepradioshow at gmail.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with information you just can't afford to miss here on Skin Deep. Looking for a down-home restaurant serving mouth-watering Southern-style food? Then the Carolina Kitchen is the place you need to be. Come and enjoy savory and soulful dishes like creamy shrimp and grits, delectable mac and cheese, crispy fried chicken, and seafood, collards, candy yams, and so much more. Don't forget the Carolina Kitchen sweet and savory cakes and pies and enjoy their happy hour spectacular with wings, wine, and beer. Bring your appetite and leave with a smile. The Carolina Kitchen, it's comfort food for the soul. Visit any one of Carolina Kitchen's locations in Maryland and Washington, D.C. and go to thecarolinakitchen.com for a location near you. Hello, this is Carl Brown, host of the Small Business Report on Sirius XM Channel 141, HUR Voices. Every Thursday at noon, we bring you the stories of small business owners and subject matter experts that can help you start, grow, or sustain your business. Please be sure to tune in every Thursday at noon on Sirius XM Channel 141, HUR Voices, to hear the Small Business Report. Are you curious about Africa? Always wanted to travel to the African continent? Or maybe you're on a spiritual journey? Then you should be listening to my podcast, the number one repat podcast, AA Exit the Matrix on anchor.fm slash Anja Africa, A-N-J-A-A-F-R-E-E-C-A, where I encourage travel and repatriation to Africa. Follow me on my journey 
to Ghana, Sierra Leone, and Gambia, we will discuss everything from preparation to booking flights, to connecting on ground, making your way around, and deciding which of the 54 African countries appeals to you. Again, that's AA, Exit the Matrix, anchor.fm slash Anja Africa. Welcome back to Skin Deep here on Sirius XM Radio, Channel 141, HR Voices. As I mentioned before the break, I am here with Ayana Morris, film director of Why Is We Americans? And she executive produced this film, I believe, or no, I'm sorry, Lauren Hill, the legendary Lauren Hill executive produced this film. Welcome to Skin Deep, Ayana. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. Tell me, firstly, what is the movie or this documentary about and why did you name it Why Is We Americans? So the documentary is about Amiri Baraka and the entire Baraka family, his wife Amina, his son Raz Baraka, who's the current mayor of Newark, New Jersey, and all the work that they've done in the city of Newark and really for Black culture to help elect the first Black mayor to a major city on the East Coast, Ken Gibson, the work they've done around civil rights, the work they've done to really create a, a thriving Black community here in New Jersey and how they can be a model for the rest of the world. It's called Wisely Americans. Yeah. That's one of Amiri Baraka's poems. And he speaks about this dual consciousness, the struggle of being a Black person in America and really figuring out what your identity is. And as we see the family grow and change and their politics change and they change as people, you see them kind of struggling with that identity. And then at the end, hopefully creating an answer about why we are Americans. But why did you why did you use the the wrong quote wrong verb is why is we Americans why well you said it was it was named after his um was it um uh, his poetry or was some right. his book yeah he has yeah. a called why is we Americans oh okay all right well I'm certain that he and his family must really appreciate you know you directing this. Um, this documentary, why did or how did you all get Lauren Hill to sign on uh, as executive producer? Was it her idea or what happened? How did that come about? That's actually a funny story because uh, we have been working on this film for about a year in production, following the mayor, you know, conducting all the interviews with the family. Um, and it wasn't until the end uh, we were actually in post-production when we finally were able to lock Lauren Hill in for an interview I mean Udi was trying through his contacts to get to her because I had said you know we have to have her a part of this film a lot of people don't know that on her album The Miseducation of Lauren Hill it is Raz that is doing the interlude and staring that conversation with the children about love oh. so because uh, this film is such a it's an ode to the family is also an ode to the city you know I said that and Lauren Hill is a, a North native I said we have to have her be a part of this film and it was through uh, a phone call to Lauren Hill's mom that was that got us to Lauren Hill <laughs> to lock in the interview so we were in post-production we reopened production to do the interview and um when she sat down and spoke, like, of course, there's like a guidelines that you ask these questions, don't go right. here, go there. But 
when we met with her, she just was so open. She gave so much and she really gave the film purpose and helped us to really weave all of the different layers and stories we had. Um, and then after, you know, she showed her the first cut and uh, we asked her, you know, would you come on and be an executive producer? We would love to have your stamp of approval for this film because we made you the narrator and she mm-hmm. agreed. She agreed. Wow, that that's a feat. I mean, that's a wonderful thing. I know you all were really excited and she probably was excited and loved it or else she would not have agreed, I'm sure. Yes, yes. Um, I, she hadn't been sat down for an interview in decades. So I was like, kudos to us. I know, I know. Um, tell us before I ask you any more questions, where can people see the documentary or how can they go see it? What should they do? So it is available for VOD right now, video on demand through our distributor website called Corinth. That's C-O-R-I-N-T-H films.com. Okay. Will it be available elsewhere in the near future? Like will people be able to go on a streaming platform and see it or something? I mean, we're working on that. We would love to be able to sell it to a streaming network, but right now we're just really focusing on getting the word out, getting as many people to like this film, to talk about the film on social media so that a bigger opportunity can come. Yeah, that'll be wonderful. What inspired you to become a film director? Um, you know, that's a it's a wonderful thing to do, but it's tough to break into and you know, really has to be on your heart to do it. What made you want to become one? Um, I'm, uh, I went to arts high school, which is a performing arts school. I actually went to school with Michael B. Jordan. So very early on, like I thought I wanted to be an actress and I studied theater there and I was like, oh, I'm going to be an actress. I'm going to be in plays. Mm-hmm. And then it was towards uh, like my senior year, we got to take a TV production class. And then I got to learn the behind the scenes side of uh, filmmaking and theater. And I was like, I actually feel more comfortable sitting in a director's seat. So from that moment on, I just, you know, said that this is what I wanted to do. And, you know, entering college and told people you're going to study communications and film. Everyone's like, oh, that's a major people take when, when they're not serious about school. And I'm like, no, I'm serious about my craft. Right. Even from school, like, you know, just really hustling, doing a lot of freelance, freelance work. You know, I'm only going to keep pushing for it. That's good. Have you entered Why Is We Americans into any film festivals? Yes. Or... Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, no, I was going to say, yeah, tell, tell us uh, which ones you've entered them in or entered it in. So, this is Okay, <laughs> so I'm just going to be, I'm just going to tell the truth. So, we entered yeah. a lot of major festivals, and um, my co director, he's had a lot of Udi Aloni, he's had a mm-hmm. lot of with you know Tribeca with his previous film and Tribeca took it and then someone came in and said no we don't want the film so we've oh. got a lot of yeah so we feel like because of who Amiri Baraka is and you know his controversy around the poem and him losing his poet laureate title uh-huh. kind of made the film a target and uh, but other film festivals did take us we were a part of ABFF Oh, good. Um, yes. So that we're very proud of that. We were part of the Pan-African Film Festival in L.A. Um, yeah. So we won the first prize at the Lighthouse International Festival in New Jersey. Okay. So we've seen some success in the in the film festival circuit. And we're excited okay. about that. That's good. There's a whole lot of um, film festivals 
that you could enter into, especially black film festivals. That's a good thing. I, lo I love, I used to go to the ABFF, American Black Film Festival every year. Um, so that's good. You're doing that. You're getting the film that you're getting the film out. I mean, we always have to do our own thing anyway. A lot of times we all, we get excluded. We've always been excluded and we just, you know, we carve out our own lane. So I'm so glad that you are doing that. Tell me, why is this documentary important to the Washington DC area? That's where I'm from, born and raised. And how is Howard University a pivotal part of the Baraka Family Foundation? My, my mother and grandmother graduated from Howard University. I decided to go to Rutgers, um, but now I'm, you know, I regret not having gone to Howard. But why is this documentary important to the DC area? It's important because, you know, Amiri Baraka is an alumni, so is Raz Baraka, so is Amiri Baraka Jr., which is Raz's chief, chief of staff. Raz's daughter, Amala Baraka, is also <laughs> alumnus of the school. So, you know, the family has strong ties to that university, and it is there where uh, Raz Baraka kind of really sparked his you know, leadership skills, you know, in leading the protest. Um, I forget the date, I'm sorry. Maybe it was That's in okay. 1986 or something like that. Uh, at DC, he led that protest there and that really sparked his his uh his will to you know or yeah his will to fight for the people and following his parents footsteps from activism and then eventually turning into a politician so recently we did a screening in dc for the congressional black caucus and the mm -hmm. mayor attended and we were very happy to be able to bring this film to dc even on social media we were getting it's like hey uh when are you going to bring the film to dc and we actually have some rare archival footage from that protest with uh, Raz Baraka at D at Howard University. In oh, that's wonderful. I missed the screening. I got an invitation and I, I, I forget where I was. I couldn't make it. But you know what would be really good is if um, you guys brought it back here and brought it to the African American Museum. That would be fantastic. I mean, I don't know if you all have thought about that, but, you know, have it play there. Yeah, that would know. Yeah, they do have a, a movie room. And if you know you kept it there for a couple of weeks and let folks who come to the museum see the documentary, that would be amazing. And if you all do it, you have to invite me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do. That's a great idea. Yeah. Tell us again where people can um, find the documentary before we go to break. Yes, the film is available for video on demand online through Corinth, that's C-O-R-I-N-T-H, films.com. Okay, that sounds good. Folks, look, listen, I want you to stay tuned. We are talking to Ayana Morris. She is the director of the film, Why Is We Americans? And it was executive produced by the great Lauren Hill. So we'll be right back after these messages here on Skin Deep. When was the last time you wore your joy or your style made you feel free? We believe that everyone can find joy and freedom in their style. Zoe & Lowe is an online fashion marketplace and incubator for IT Factor brands. Our style check boxes. Whether trendy, classic, eco-friendly, Black-owned or local, we have something for everyone's favorite shopping niche. For Sirius XM listeners, Zoe & Lowe is offering 20% off of all purchases using code SKINDEEP. 
connect with a style coach at Zoe and Lowe to guide you through integrating pieces into this season's wardrobe, event styling, or gifting. Or shop with us at www.zoeandlow.com. Follow us on social media at Zoe and Low. 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 Get ready for skincare and makeup that will heal your mind, body, and soul. SkinDeepBeautyStore.com is a totally organic and vegan skincare and makeup line that you'll love using because what you put on your body is just as important as what you put in it. Choose from our organic moisturizers, anti-aging serums, natural and fruit-based scrubs, masks, lipsticks, and glosses. No more worries about harsh chemicals being absorbed into your skin. It's time to commit to your health and wellness. SkinDeepBeautyStore.com is your one-stop, cruelty-free skincare and makeup shop with safe and environmentally friendly ingredients for the love of you. Visit us at SkinDeepBeautyStore.com. That's SkinDeepBeautyStore.com. Are you looking to buy or sell your home? Maybe you're looking to buy your first income producing property. You need a realtor who knows the area and is a homeowner as well as an investor. Well, look no further. You need Imari Miller. Imari will be your cheerleader and your advocate in the sometimes daunting real estate process. You can depend on Imari to get you the deal you deserve. If you want a realtor who is passionate about making your dreams come true, give Imari a call at 443-208-9919. That's 443-208-9919. Or email her at imari.realtor at gmail.com. That's I-M-A-R-I dot realtor at gmail.com. You'll be glad you did. Camp Bliss Kids is a nonprofit 501c3 organization that provides wraparound services to children and families who struggle with mental health challenges. Let Camp Bliss Kids nurture and improve the lives of children families, and communities impacted by mental illness, poverty, substance abuse, and more. Campless Kids provides campers the opportunity to combine fun with diagnostic and therapeutic services and parents the opportunity to receive training, resources, referrals, and other services. Go to CampBlissKids.com and help eliminate risk factors for families, address their trauma, and build strong communities. That's CampBlissKids.com. They are there for you. And welcome back to Skin Deep here on Sirius XM Radio Channel 141 HUR Voices. I'm Sharon Morton here with Ayana Morris. She is the film director of the documentary, Why Is We Americans? with the executive producer, the legendary um, Lauren Hill. She's not on the show. Lauren Hill's not on the show. I don't want you all to um, think that, but she did executive produce this film. And Ayana Morse is the director. This documentary is everything. It's all about 
um, Amiri Baraka's uh, life and his family's life, um, his children's lives, his son, who is the mayor of Newark, New Jersey. And it all talks about racial uh, injustice. So thank you again for joining us. Um, did I get anything wrong, Ayana? If I did, please correct me so my audience will know. No. No, okay. Listen, we talked a little bit about what inspired you to be a director and why this documentary is so important to the Washington DC area, which is where I am from and where I am. Um, I wanna talk a little bit about um, your own journey as the owner of uh, the production company, Leopard Stripes. I think that is amazing that you've started your own production company and uh, that you're out here doing so many different things. You've been a digital content producer at the uh, Cannes Lions Film Festival in France. You've done a little bit of everything. What prompted you to start your own production company? Well, honestly, because, you know, when I graduated from college, I got pregnant pretty early <laughs> on. And, um, you know, I decided that I wasn't going to allow being a mom stop me from pursuing my dreams and, you know, trying to find a work-life balance. And I said, hey, I can't go into the city and work 15, 20 hour days like mm -hmm. I was that. So I was like, hey, I got to figure out another way to do it. So I started my own production company and I started creating my own original content. I did a youth-based talk show called TTYL. I did two seasons of that for YouTube. And I also did another documentary prior to um, doing uh, Wise We Americans. It's called The Race to Save Brick City. That was very indie, more for like the local community, mm -hmm. kind of following who was going to be the next mayor of Newark once Cory Booker left. And it is through that documentary where I was able and I was pulled and called to do, you know, be a part of Wise We American. So, you know, I'm proud of the work that I've done and the way I use film to uplift my community. Yeah, I have to say, I don't um, know you, but I'm proud of you, too. I mean, this is amazing, everything that you're doing. And so I applaud you for everything that you've done. You've also opened the first Black-owned drive-in movie theater with your husband, Surrey, um, called Newark Moonlight Cinema. Tell us about that. What made you all decide to do that? Well, during the pandemic, like most families, we were home with our two kids and we were bored out of our minds. <laughs> um, honestly, we had just recently finished Wise We Americans. We finished the post-production on it. And I thought that I was going to be traveling to film festivals, but then the world shut down. Right. But there was a small festival in Jersey that we were part of called the White House International Film Festival. And they did the pop-up drive-in with like blow-up screens for the uh, to show the movies. And I was like, well, that's easy. And I'm like, well, mm -hmm. we, we should do that in Newark. Like there's nothing going <laughs> on. Just open up a pop-up drive-in movie theater. And uh, my husband, you know, sometimes he could be a hard sell on things because I always come to him with lofty ideas. And this <laughs> like, oh yeah, let's do it. He he thought of the uh, the Bears baseball stadium. That's a former uh, minor league baseball stadium that had recently been demolished here in mm -hmm. Newark. And, you know, we had connections. We made some phone calls. We were able to get the lot. And then literally in like 45 days, we got the lot ready. And then we opened up the drive-in. And that was like, that was a pinnacle because 
we didn't know that you know we thought it was a good idea but the way that it took off i mean we were on good morning america we were on bbc news wow people were calling us like i don't turn on the tv without seeing y'all's face <laughs> the theater the slot held 350 cards and we were sold out almost every night wow so, yeah so it was it was a great way to really create, you know, a safe, socially distant experience for the community. But we we thought it was just going to be for Newark, but people were coming from New York City. We had a lot of people come from Philly. People were traveling into New Jersey saying, hey, I'm from Florida. I'm from <laughs> London. I'm from this place. And I just came because I saw your theater on the news. And wow. even Lapita snuck in and came and watched Black Panther when we showed Oh, wow. So, yeah, it was... It was a beautiful experience, and I'm glad that I got to create that here in my city. Why are you saying it was? Are you all no longer doing that? Yeah, yeah. You know, it was really just meant to be a pop-up, and um, we did try to transition into a permanent business, and, you know, new business woes. Yeah. Sustainable. But, you know, it's not the end of a drive-in for me. It's just not... You know, for right now, we just had to like take a break and get the business in order. Oh to, yeah, uh, the a sustainable way to uh, to pivot. I I definitely get that. Even if you just did pop, a pop up like in the summer or you know something like that, not all year round. But that's wonderful. Um, so proud of you for doing that. You said Lupita uh, popped in there. She snuck in there and, and watched Black Panther. So you all were showing mainstream movies there. Yeah, well, we were doing like repertory films at the time. So we did two years of the drive in the first year we were only doing repertory films and even the play Black Panther that was another like media frenzy like I wrote I galvanized the social media because <laughs> me wouldn't give us approval to play Black Panther. This was like right at the chat with Bozeman died mm -hmm. galvanized social media. Somebody from ABC News reached out to me. It was like, we're going to help you get Black Panther approved to play it at your theater. Oh. And, uh, it was like a big news story and I think she saw it and she came so we okay were that. that's wonderful congratulations on that and that also brought the community together which is good and that's one of the things that I was going to talk to you next about giving back to your community that is a huge give back um what do you think makes a film powerful makes it a powerful tool for activism um I know your film that you uh, directed Wise We Americans uh, is a powerful tool for that. But what is it about being um, a filmmaker that makes a film powerful, makes people want to get involved? Yeah, I'm a visual person. And, you know, even with the rise of social media, I think people naturally just gravitate to something that they can see. And if you use film as a medium to push a message, but you also create it and make it beautiful and you're able to connect with people's souls and, you know, get people to get emotional and, and really buy into the story that you're telling, then it's a powerful tool within itself. And, you know, people like to see other stories that inspire them they want to see movements they like to see people be successful and and whatever goal that they set for themselves and i think film is just a beautiful way to tell those stories yeah i think uh, film and music you know they're very powerful mediums and they move people uh, and i do agree with you wholeheartedly like people really want to see people succeeding or either they want to see people going through the same things that they're going through so that they, they feel like they're not alone. Yeah. And so I think that that's really important uh, what you're doing. 
what advice would you give to someone who, you know, says, hey, I'm interested in going into film, being a producer or a director? What advice would you give to them? I would give them, and this is the best I got, best advice I received is, you know, everyone's journey looks different. So do not compare yourself to the next person. Your path is going to be your path. And if you create a film and you direct it, you are a director, whether it's seen on AMC theaters or seen at your local movie theater. If you completed the journey of making a film, which is a really tough one, then you are a filmmaker. You've made it. You're done. And whatever you do with that moving forward, you know, that's up to you and how you see your journey to uh, to progress. But don't compare yourself. And once you complete a film, you're in you're in the industry. And that's it. Yeah, I like that. Thank you so much for that, Ayana. Tell us one last time where people can go to see the documentary. You can see the film online at current film, C-O-R intfilms.com and that's for is available video on demand is it a documentary or is it a film it's a doc- one in this it's a documentary yeah, it's a okay doc- yeah okay that sounds good well thank you so much for being a guest here on Sirius XM Ayana I really appreciate it kudos to you for all that you and your husband have done um, and I wish you continued success in your journey your film journey Thank you so much. And thank you for having me and giving me the opportunity to speak about what I've been able to do. Yeah. So that's it for now, folks. I hope that you take the information we provided today and use it to fight for class and racial justice. You can hear this show on Sirius XM Radio Channel 141, HUR Voices, on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, as well as on iTunes, Spotify, and all streaming platforms. And hit me up at show at gmail.com or check me out at Sharon Morton on IG and Facebook. Thanks again for tuning in on all things that are skin deep.